0: This is Bad Attitudes. Hello and welcome to the inaugural episode of Bad Attitudes, an uninspiring podcast about disability. I'm Laura and I'll be your host. This episode is all about introducing myself to you and introducing you to the podcast so you know where I'm coming from, my disability story, and what to expect in the future. And I think the best way to start that is to tell you about the title. If you're not disabled, you might be wondering why a podcast about disability is called Bad Attitudes. But if you are disabled, I feel pretty confident that it clicked for you almost immediately. If you're unfamiliar, there's this ridiculous quote that is shared a lot, but almost never by an actual disabled person. And this is the quote. The only disability in life is a bad attitude. It's often attributed to skater Scott Hamilton, But I have no idea if he actually came up with it or he just co-opted it for his own. Either way, it's total crap. As a wheelchair user, I can tell you that no amount of good attitude has ever gotten me up a flight of stairs. I could be vomiting rainbows and a unicorn horn could spontaneously sprout from my forehead and I would still be at the bottom of those stairs. This quote perpetuates the idea that the limits of our bodies, whether or not we're disabled, are fictional or self-imposed. And if we just work hard enough, potentially causing ourselves untold damage or pain along the way, everything will be just fine. What is the point in killing ourselves To reach some arbitrary goal that was probably imposed by someone else in the first place. It is okay to admit that your body has limits. As for the rest of it, an uninspiring podcast about disability. Maybe you've heard of inspiration porn? If not, don't worry, we'll talk about it more in a future episode. But there's this overwhelming trend among non-disabled people... To find disabled people inspirational for literally any reason. Got out of bed, you're an inspiration. Left your house, you're an inspiration. Seen laughing in spite of your utterly tragic circumstances, you're a hell of an inspiration. There is nothing inherently inspirational about disability. So the point here is to be as uninspiring as possible. I want to be an uninspiring disabled person. Trademark pending. I want to be an uninspiring disabled person unless I do something worth being inspired by. If you find the fact that I am disabled and simply haven't killed myself as inspirational, your bar for being inspired is ridiculously low. Bad Attitudes is a podcast for anyone, but I will readily admit it is not for everyone. If you're not a fan of sarcastic humor, you are probably not going to like this podcast. If you're offended by casual F-bombs and salty language, you will probably not like this podcast. If you expect each episode to be filled with with uplifting stories about people relearning to walk or deaf children hearing their parents' voices for the first time. Not only were you not paying attention just a minute ago, but you will definitely not like this podcast. This podcast is not meant to be uplifting. It's meant to be real. Real life, down and dirty, in the trenches, disability talk. That is not to say I want to be a Debbie Downer in every episode. It just needs to be understood that disabled life is probably not what you expect. It is neither inherently tragic nor inherently inspirational. It is simply life. So if you're a disabled person who is as tired as I am of the relentlessly cheerful schmaltz perpetuated by the media about disabled people, please keep listening. If you are not disabled but have someone in your life who is and you want to be a better advocate and ally for them, please keep listening. If you want to be a better advocate and ally for the disabled community in general, please keep listening. If you're just curious about the reality of the disabled experience, Keep listening. All that being said, this is probably not going to be a podcast you listen to with small children. I'll do like Hamilton and try to limit my F-bombs so I can keep a PG-13 rating, but I make no promises. I would like to do some episodes in the future specifically for kids where I address their questions and concerns about disability, but those episodes will be labeled as being Four kids. I also want to make it very clear at the outset that I am a cis, hetero, white, disabled woman. There's like a trifecta of privilege in there, and I am aware of it. So while there are some aspects of the disabled experience that are universal, my experiences are going to be radically different from a disabled person of color or a disabled queer person, or a disabled queer person of color. And it is my sincere hope to bring you those kinds of stories in the future. I am also neurotypical, so neurodivergence such as autism is not something I have first-hand experience of, but I am going to do my best to address those topics at some point. This seems like a good time to jump into my disability story, so you know sort of where I'm coming from with my experience and my perspective. Like I said, my name is Laura. I have a genetic disease called osteogenesis imperfecta, or brittle bone disease. It literally is what it says on the tin. My bones are more fragile than the average person and are prone to breaking. And when I say prone to breaking, I mean I have literally broken bones while sitting still. To give you some cultural context, Grey's Anatomy fans may remember that Jackson and April's first baby had and subsequently died as a result of OI. Atticus Schaefer, who played Brick on the TV show The Middle, has a Y. Samuel L. Jackson's character from Unbreakable has a Y. Robbie Novak, aka Kid President, has a Y. Sammy Haney, who plays Esperanza on Netflix's Raising Dion, has a Y. Michael J. Anderson, the man from another place on Twin Peaks, has a Y. OI is considered a pretty rare disease, but as you can tell, we are everywhere. OI is a genetic disease, usually hereditary, but mine is the result of a genetic mutation. So yes, I do tell kids I'm a mutant and part of the X-Men. My parents and I had genetic testing done when I was young, and going back three generations, no one on either side of my family carried the gene for OI. I plan to do an episode where I talk about OI in more detail, so I'll just hit the highlights for now. When I was born in the dark ages known as the 80s, there were four types of OI. Today, there are at least eight or nine, and the types range from mild to severe, and even fatal. I fall somewhere in the middle, although I've never been officially typed. When I was born, the hospital typed me as type 2, which is the most severe type and usually fatal within a year or two. My parents were told I would only live to be about two years old and never grow larger than a six-month-old. There are some physical traits which tend to show up in most people with OI, including short stature. I'm 48 inches tall, but people with OI can be taller, or shorter than me, and it really depends on the severity of the OI. Other common traits include blue sclera, the whites of the eyes, bowed limbs, and loose joints. If you notice that I sound a little breathless, first of all, I don't think I've talked this much in one go probably ever in my life. Um, But also one of the sort of hallmarks of OI is smaller lung capacity. So I'm not overexerting myself. I just have little lungs and a lot to say. I use a wheelchair, but not all people with OI do. In fact, all but one of the people I mentioned before do not use a wheelchair, as far as I know. I started using a chair when I was four, but I also had leg braces and used crutches and a walker to sometimes walk. Over time, injuries added up, and it became too much for me, so I stopped. Thankfully, no one put any pressure on me to keep trying to walk in spite of my pain in order to fit into some box that society deems normal. I use a manual chair, but you'll see people with O.I. using either manual or power chairs. I briefly used a power chair at first, but even at 4 years old, I didn't like the lack of control I had. Also, a lot of spaces become even more inaccessible if you need a larger power chair. I have steel rods implanted in both femurs and both tibias in my legs. The rods act sort of like an internal cast to keep my bones from shifting if they fracture or break and also give more strength and stability to my bones. I only have rods for this purpose in my legs, as that is where the majority of my breaks have occurred. I also have scoliosis, curvature of the spine, which is also pretty common with OI. I'm not sure of the degree of my curve, but I wore a back brace between the ages of 7 and 11, which I could only remove when showering or sleeping. I had two spinal fusion surgeries to put steel rods in my spine to help stop the curve from progressing. I now have steel rods essentially from the base of my neck to my tailbone. So I have no flexibility in my spine whatsoever. And I can only bend at the hips. I have dealt and continue to deal with depression. In my personal experience, I don't consider my depression a disability But I do know that mental illness can be disabling, and the Americans with Disabilities Act does cover mental illness. Plus, it's just important to talk about mental health in order to erase the stigma. And I want to eradicate the idea that a disabled person's depression must be caused by their disability. My disability is not the cause of my depression. My depression is caused by a chemical imbalance in my brain. That is my disability story, but there's so much more to me than that. I'm an artist, and I have my own business called Fairy Nerdy, where I sell vinyl stickers, pens, t-shirts, and prints of original illustrations. You can follow at Fairy Nerdy on Instagram and Facebook, or check out my Etsy shop. I'm also a huge nerd. I love Harry Potter. I'm a Ravenclaw. I love Doctor Who and Firefly, among many other fandoms. I am a bookworm and a TV junkie. Politically, I am super liberal, so if you're going to have a problem with me mentioning stuff like gun control or being pro-choice or LGBTQ plus rights or just trashing right-wing philosophy in general... Thanks for stopping by, but you are not going to like it here. I'm also a big fan of country music, so try to wrap your head around that one. I am full of contradictions. I don't want this podcast to be just me talking at you, although that's inevitably what it will be to start. I want to answer your questions about disability address topics that you think need to be addressed, and share your stories. There will be times when I ask for this specifically, but also feel free to send in any questions or topics you would like to hear discussed to the email address badattitudespod at gmail.com. You can also DM our social media whenever they arise. I'll do my best to address any current events in a timely manner, But again, I can make no promises. So I guess that's it for this first episode. It is, like they say, in the can. Remember to follow the podcast on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter at Bad Attitudes Pod and visit the website badattitudespod.com I don't have a cool outro yet, so if you have any ideas about that, definitely send them in. In lieu of a cool outro, I'll just say thanks for listening. I hope you like it here.